you know, Jared, I know I'm really valuable to you, but I think I'm just going to go and I'm just going to intentionally become poor so that I can learn more about God. What's up, Jared? <laughs> What's up, Joel? How are you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty good on this podcast Wednesday of ours. <laughs> Dude, I love me a podcast Wednesday. I was looking forward to it. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Definitely not take two or anything. <clears throat> no, not at all. <laughs> not at it's all. It's so funny like when we start these podcasts because we're talking before and then we're like, okay, let's start. And then it's just a funny moment, you know? It's like, oh, sure, podcast it's, started, even though we've been talking it, for like five minutes. Yeah, it is very funny because it's just a really hard stop and then a pause and then a it's like I just ran into you. It is yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. how you doing, boss? Dude, I'm doing great. Um yeah. I like I was saying were, on the um, on the unaired podcast. Wait, yeah, go ahead. Heard, what are you gonna say? I heard you were working out regularly now. Yeah, dude. Well, my program starts Monday. Um, but I oh, hired a coach. Haven't started yet? No, I haven't even started yet. But oh, that's okay. Because I hired a coach. Uh, my first Zoom call with him is tomorrow. Uh-huh. And then my because I don't have my meal plan. I don't have any of that stuff yet because mm-hmm. they're still working on it. And then I start Monday with whatever he tells me to do. And cool. I've been waking up at four so that mm-hmm. I can read the Bible. I can journal. Um, nice. Right now I do extra work in the morning just so I can get caught up or yep. stay where I need to be. But eventually that'll transition to just reading books, which I'm super excited about. Nice. Because there's a lot of books I need to read and to learn about stuff. Because um, I got to increase all my skills, right? Like I yeah. get better at tons and tons of stuff, um, which I'm really excited because it's fun to learn new things and then apply it. Yeah. And then you just throw working in or working out with that. And it just sort of creates this whole new rhythm. Uh, yep. That's that's fun. So it's really fun. Yeah. Morning routine super important. And I think journaling is super important as well. I was just looking at my journal right here uh, mm-hmm. earlier today. Actually, just a couple hours ago, I was looking at it um, probably like eight months ago, what I was writing down. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy oh, sure. how much of that stuff is like already come to pass. Yeah, because your method of journaling, can you explain your method of journaling? So it's kind of changed um, mm-hmm. over the sure. last few months. Um, but I used, like I started journaling, I would write down like, I would use it kind of to like to dream. So I would use it to like yeah, where sure. I want to be, right? So do mm-hmm. I want to have a house in Florida, for instance, or, mm-hmm. you know, how much money do I want to make a year? And so I would write down, I make this much money every year. I have sure. a house in Florida. Mm-hmm. My plumbing business is at this point, right? Mm-hmm. I would just specify those things and write them down as if they already happened. Mm-hmm. Now I kind of write in the beginning, I write, uh, you know, I was trying to, you know, I've gone from living in Fairbanks, Alaska to moving to Florida running a business from afar, having another business going, working on another business, um, starting up here. And it's been real weird. Like my life is just different. So I've been trying to really like hone in on what I want out of life. So now I Mm -hmm. write down every morning what I want out of life because I find that those things like the house and the material goods and living in Florida Mm -hmm. and all that, it's not really enough to keep me motivated anymore. Yeah, sure. I got to find bigger reasons, right? Yeah, so, sure. And I found that those things don't really make me that happy either. It's not, <laughs> I mean, I, lo- like, I, I yeah. love it and I enjoy it and, I'm, yeah. and I feel very blessed to be where I'm at. But um, the things that actually make me happy are not the big house, whatever right. car. I, I don't even care about cars, so I can't use that one. No, um, you can't. <laughs> where I live, 
the house I live in, you know, how much money we have to spend or how much money we make. None of that actually makes me happy. Yeah. Um, over the last few years, the things that have made me happy have been totally different. Like being able to give to things, being able to mm-hmm. take people out to dinner um, and pay for mm-hmm. it, you know, thousand mm-hmm. dollar meals. Um, mm-hmm. Being able to, I leave really big tips now because I can mm-hmm. I, and I mm-hmm. freaking love it. Um, yeah. Things like that. That's what really, really, really makes me happy. So, yeah. Then I've been trying to think mm-hmm. about like, okay, what is that like bigger picture? How does that look play out in my life overall? And where do I want mm-hmm. my life to go so that I can do more of these things that actually are going to make me happy and bring me joy? And at mm-hmm. the end of my life, go, okay, I actually lived, you know, a good life. I did, mm-hmm. I did just waste it on these stupid things, right? Yeah, sure. For sure. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, so now that's my new journal. I also added in um, that I think everybody should do. I wish I'd done it like years ago. I write down today. And then I write down what I'm going to do today. So the things I need to get done today to mm-hmm. um, move my business forward. So gotcha. Really, so I'm setting my mind on, first of all, what's actually going to make me happy, what's actually going to bring me joy in life so that I can make mm-hmm. sure my actions align with those today. Mm-hmm. And then I write down the things that are actually going to like move the needle in my business. Sure. Um, and super helpful. Because then I take my journal throughout the day and I cross those things off as I get them right. done. Right. And when I'm when I get those things done, I know, okay, I did the top tasks, like the things that I know that I had to get done in order to move my business forward. I got mm-hmm. them done, and now I can just mm-hmm. go do, you know, work on other stuff that is maybe mm-hmm. a little farther out or or not as important. Right. How do you organize your brainstorm thoughts? What do you mean by that? So for me, I have like tons of thoughts that come into my head about whatever task I'm doing and how to optimize it, how to make it better. Mm-hmm. And and when I'm doing multiple things, like if I'm doing sales, if I'm doing design, if I'm doing management, like all these thoughts come in like, oh, I should think about this and try to do this. And like, oh yeah, you know, AI would make this really easy. How can I implement AI? And then I find if I just keep a running brainstorm list, it's just a bunch, it's not helpful because it's not yeah. categorized. And so I'm like, okay, well then what I can do is I can break into categories and have a brainstorm list on each one. And even that it's a step in the right direction, but it's not perfect. Yeah. Um, and then like a lot of the times I'll write down my ideas in my journal, but then to flip back and like find the idea yeah. doesn't isn't practical for me either. So I was wondering if you have a similar experience or if you just do something different. So I've tried doing all that stuff. I just don't do it anymore. I don't really write down mm-hmm. my ideas. Um, mm-hmm. I do what I like to call um, think time. So, mm-hmm. so if I know there's a problem that I'm having or something that I'm, I've got to do that I need to think through or, um, you know, like for example, I'm just going to give you an example here. So we're mm-hmm. I'm working on creating a course. So mm-hmm. the other day, or actually the last like two or three days in the morning during my morning routine, I go mm-hmm. out to my porch with my coffee, read my Bible, journal, I pray. Um, and then I open my journal back up and I write down, you know, my course. And I just start right. thinking through my course. Mm-hmm. And I intentionally mm-hmm. like focus my brain on that one thing. Mm-hmm. First thing in the morning where there's no distractions. I haven't checked my email. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked at social media. None of that. I haven't looked at my calendar mm-hmm. or anything. Right. And I just think through that one thing. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And, it, and I'm only going to do that for things that I actually need to think through. Like only going to do that sure. for activities that are going to have major payback in my life. So they're either sure. going to make me more money, they're going to give me more time, or they're going to give me more happiness. Right. Sure. Right? Your high leverage activities. Yes. Highest leverage activity that I can come up with. Right. And that's mm-hmm. going to be different for everyone. So like for a plumbing business owner, like if I would have done that a, a long time ago, um, like when I was building my price book, I would have mm-hmm. sat down first thing in the morning and I would have said, okay, I'm going to build out the bathroom section of my price book. Right. Or, I, or I'm just going to come out with a layout for it. Right. 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 And the next day I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to come up with the options for the bathroom portion of my price book and so on and so on and so on. Just allow yourself this time just to just narrow in on one thing, right? Sure. Yeah, that's a good idea because then you can mm-hmm. sort of implement those ideas that you have about that thing, but then you can just mm-hmm. immediately put them into practice. And then yep. you don't have to sit there and think high level about them, wanting to come back and drill down with them when you have a moment. Yep. And so now I know like this week I've thought through my overall business funnel and I've thought through my course and I have it all in my journal. It's all in there. My funnel is laid out on its own page. Well thought out. My course is laid out on its own page. Well thought out. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when I go to implement it, I just have to go back to my journal, take a look at it, and and go implement it. And usually, like if I yeah. have it pretty well figured out in my journal, I'll go into like Google Docs. Sure. Put it yeah. in a Google Doc. Um, yep. Just so I know where it's at. Yep. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, this is a really dumb realization I just had because sometimes I'm like, yeah, but if I write something in my journal, how am I going to find it? But the mm-hmm. reality of just like flipping a couple pages back and just looking, <laughs> take me yeah. like, even if I had to go through the whole book, it would take me no more than 10 minutes. Like that's a really True. long time to find mm-hmm. the idea. So for me, it's it was always like almost up into this moment where it's like, well, if I write it in here, then I'm going to have to find it. So I should just put it in the digital space because it's easier to find, which is not true because there's way more crap in my digital ecosystem that I have to right. look through where this, the journal is a much simpler an- answer to that. Because like yeah. for me, I usually hesitate writing out my like raw practical ideas and it's much more of, lists of ideas and things that I should think about um, that I actually don't really go back and refer to. Because for me, it's like the act of just putting something on paper just brings it to life in my brain and life. And then I can just sort of, it just helps to solidify. Like I've tried to do journaling like on a like computer to aid with organization. I've tried to do it on like a tablet with a pen and like do nothing. I hate it. It all sucks. So I always just go back to paper. Yeah, me too. There's some about being with your pen and your paper and actually physically writing something down that that is i don't know it's magical no it sticks in my head more and then and then it's easier for me to like slow down and think about something versus the computer yeah like i get all over the board and then mm-hmm. I want to go check my email. Or something. <laughs> you got like twelve know. tabs open yeah. before you know it. Yeah. Brainstorm list for every hour of the day. Uh, yeah, there's know. no distractions on my journal. You know, when yeah. you got pen, pen and paper, and you know I'm outside when I do it, and all, yeah, all sure. I've got is my coffee. There's like, yeah, no distractions until my neighbor starts working out and he blares his music. Other than that, other than that, we're good. <laughs> he literally awesome. like blares Macarena. <laughs> Every yeah, morning. I'm really? Like the, wow. like the song, the Macarena? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. dude, is he like, so in elementary school, we, we had dude. that. Yeah, he's probably just sitting on an exercise ball doing the doing the dance. 
that's probably what he's doing. That's what, that's what I did in elementary school, you know? I, oh, Macarena, Macatu, Macarena, three yep. Macarena. Yeah. Those are the words, by the way, if you're wondering. Just counting and saying Macarena. <laughs> Big dude out there just going to town, working out. Listen to the Macarena. It's the funniest awesome. thing. That's... Seven o'clock every morning. <laughs> sounds kind of trolly. Like he sounds like he's just trolling. Like he's just dude, like say loud, something. Dude, like he's like, he's a long ways away from me. He's not my neighbor. He's like. Okay. He's like in your neighborhood. He's like a half mile away. Yeah. Um, so I feel bad for his neighbors. 7 a.m. What if he's. Do you think he's, is he going to be my neighbor? Where's he at? Is he near my house? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope, nice I hope he's near, I hope he's near Alex's house. <laughs> Although you'll you guys are really close. So. You'll hear him for sure. That's awesome. I can't yeah. wait to have the shared experience of like Macarena guy. <laughs> it's going to be you cool. <laughs> we should all blast Macarena at 7 a.m. together. Ah, and then just support him, you know? Yeah. That's how you make friends, Jared. Right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Can I come like work out same, with you? We like the same music, I see. We like the same tunes, so why not? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's cool. Um, yeah. I want to say one more thing on, on journaling and the physical side of it is, like, I have, like, six or seven of these now. Mm-hmm. And so, like, in the back of my head, like, you know, this is probably, like, a romantic idea to some extent. But in the back of my head, I'm like, you know, one day I'll be able to just give my kids all of my thoughts in these books. And if they care, which they may or may not care, they could go through and read them and look so at them. You're really going to hold on to all of your journals for that long? I mean, I only in have six. And your kids like, will read them? Not in hopes, because I have them anyway. Like, what am I going to do? Just throw it away? Yeah. Like, it seems like a, a waste to just chuck it. Why? Do you chuck yours when you're done? Yeah. Heck yeah. You just like, like I would finish something right in the trash. My last one over. Like this is <laughs> so my old one right here. It's kind of small, right? Yeah. Um, and then this is my new one right here. It got a lot bigger. Yeah. By the way, I like the bigger one better because there's more yeah. room to like brainstorm. I'm gonna go with the bigger um, one next time around too. But like this one's full. And I was just looking at it this morning. That that's why I was looking at some of the stuff that I used to write down. This mm. one's getting chucked. I was just mm. thumbing through it real quick. Seeing, you know, it's nice to go back and look and be like, man come a long way it's cool yeah yeah like i don't need to go back to these ideas i've had no desire to read my old ones like even when i've like leafed through them like Mm -hmm. i see what i wrote and it's kind of funny because it's like i can see what i wrote and then i can immediately remember pretty clearly where i was and what i was thinking yeah and so like i don't i there wasn't a i don't really remember any times when i like leafed through them i didn't read them like word for word, but I leafed through them and there wasn't a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, uh-huh. I rem- I I can't believe I thought that. It was just kind of like, oh yeah, I remember this part of my life and like how yeah. I did this. It's really cool if you write down specific goals to then mm-hmm. go back and go, because you forget, once you achieve your goals, you kind of forget about them. Yeah, it's funny but that then way. if you go see them written down again and you're like, dang, I wrote that down for like a year. <laughs> yeah, especially with your strategy <laughs> where that was like your thing. But then I stopped because I got it right yeah sure. so i think there's huge power to it it just keeps like what's important to you top of mind yeah sure at of the course. beginning of the day you're like this is what's important to me this is where mm-hmm. i'm going mm-hmm. and um kind of just renewed energy and direction in your life every single morning i think it's mm-hmm. super super important to be successful um i don't i don't know how people deal without it right yeah, I don't really. Well, hmm, I'm trying to think like, then, like you said, Joel. Like if you stack that with, so that like takes care of your mental space, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you stack it with like reading the Bible and praying, uh, whether, I mean, you could read the Bible if you're not a Christian, even. But you know, 
even if you just do something uh, spiritual in nature that really just lifts up your spirit. Sure. So mm -hmm. you kind of stack these things. You stack the journaling, you know, the, mm -hmm. the your time, the think time with mm -hmm. something spiritual to kind of anchor you in that because we're spiritual beings. Um, and then mm -hmm. with some physical activity, so working out, sure. man, you are, you have, like, if you do that in the morning, first thing, if you can take care of those things, mm -hmm. you have just taken care of yourself, right? You have right. made yourself yep. right before mm -hmm. you go out into the world and try to do stuff out in the world. Right? Yeah, it's, uh, you, yeah, it's, yeah. You have just set yourself up for success. Mm -hmm. I, I'm always a big believer in, you know, you got to take care of yourself before you take care of anyone else. Mm -hmm. Um like even growing up in church, you know, people would say, and I'm probably, this is going to get a lot of backlash, but people, you know, they preach tithing in church, which I have mm -hmm. no problem with people tithing to church. Um, mm -hmm. But what I do have a problem with is when people want to tithe to church, but they don't have their own finances in, in order, right? They don't have their life mm -hmm. in order. And, and mm -hmm. the church is asking them for money and mm -hmm. they don't have money to give, but they're giving it anyways, which... Right. There's a we could argue about that a lot, probably. Um, some people mm -hmm. would say they need to give that money and then they'll be blessed by God. Um, I think that God gave them a brain, and I think that God wants you to use it and He wants you to learn how to manage your money with the brain and mm -hmm. and then give the excess money that you have. Mm -hmm. I don't think He wants you to live beyond your means and then give money you don't have. Yeah, I think he wants you to learn learn to live below your means, and then give sure, the yeah. access that you do have. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I think he wants you to constantly try to get more access so that you can go give more, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I kind of um, think that, like, I mean, to me, like acquiring wealth is just sort of a product of the activities that you do, mm -hmm. and so it's like in my mind, it's 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 not a focus like it used to be. Because like essentially, once you sort of make enough money to where you can meet all your needs, you don't have to worry about those basic things like food, gas, living expenses. Then, like driving to this next material paycheck goal is, I, I would say it's sort of superficial in the sense that it will let you down. Like I mean, you were already speaking about this, where it's like if you just make your income your goal, once you hit that mark, then you're like, oh well, okay, I got there. And probably by the time you get there, you're already thinking of different things. Yep. Um, and so it's just like like speaking to the idea of that, like to go out and make money so that you can do something with that money. But in my mind, the focus is just like, I'm just going to go out and I'm just going to do what I'm good at and then continue to amass skills that I can be more useful and more better. And yeah. then just the inherent reward with that is more money. Yes. It's just like goes hands in hand. So if somebody says, hey, man, it's it's almost like there's this weird idea that it's better to be poor than it is to be rich. Um, like there's more of an innate righteousness within the poor person than there is the rich person. And I think in some senses, I can see where that is correct in the way that like, okay, now you have to really rely on God and all these different things. But I don't know for me then to be like, you know, Jared, I know I'm really valuable to you, but I think I'm just going to go and I'm just going to intentionally become poor so that I can learn more about God. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I don't think I could ever do that. 
because it just goes against my entire being and like no. what I like, how I live. And so yeah. it's just hard for me to like walking into that. My wife would think I was crazy. My kids wouldn't really understand what that meant. And then their view of God would be this, in my opinion, a weird view mm-hmm. where God made dad be poor so mm-hmm. that we could suffer and learn more about God. And so, yeah, I mean, to me, like, again, making money is just the product of doing things well. Yeah. And then when you make money, you need to increase your stewardship of that so that you continue to do it well. Cause it's just yeah. another area. It's like money is a skill, right? So yep. like having money, learning how to use it is just another skill, like learning yeah. how to do plumbing, learning how to drive a car. These are just skills that you do. And so, okay, I have money. Now I have to learn the skill of using this money. And part of that is stewardship. And part of that will be giving it away because there's mm-hmm. so many benefits to that. I mean, you spoke about that. Like even when you were talking about like giving people higher tips, I never even considered that, but I've been intentionally mm-hmm. giving people more tips and it's so fun. Like it's actually yeah. a really easy, like to anybody who's listening, if you want like an easy way to make your day better, go to a yeah. coffee shop and tip a hundred percent and then like, yeah. you know, buy an $8 drink and then tip eight bucks yeah. and then just watch. And they're going to be like, Hey, thanks. And you're going to be like, man, you're welcome. Like it's such yeah. a small hit of gratitude, but it's so fun. Like it really is fun that like I look at it and I'm like, man, I want to get to the point where I can tip a hundred percent on everything. Yeah. Because it's just a really fun experience. Like, yeah. and it's just such a small little thing, but it can really stack up. And like the reactions you get are always different too. So it's not even like this repeatable thing where like I got bored of tipping a bunch, Jared. Everybody just, you know, they don't they don't appreciate it anymore because everybody right. appreciates it. It's really fun. Yeah. Cause and it's cool because usually like the jobs where you tip, right? It's usually like a waitress or a barista or something like that where they pretty yeah. much live off tips or like my bartender, he, uh, mm-hmm. my bartender, <laughs> my barber. <laughs> uh, like, so like yeah, my wish. Yeah. <laughs> I got a personal bartender. Yeah. And your personal piano player, you know, I tip him well. No, yeah. my, like my barber, I was talking to him and he's like, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, my haircut's 35 bucks. He doesn't pay for the seat. It gets paid by the hour. And so I'm looking at this. He can do like eight haircuts a day. I'm doing the math. He's right downtown Pensacola. The rent has to be astronomical. And I'm like, there's no way this guy's getting paid a lot. And I asked him, so you pretty much live off tips, huh? And he's like, yeah, without the tips, I couldn't be here. So I'm like, man, so tips make this guy's job worth it. And I'm sure it's the same mm-hmm. for the restaurant industry, for the barista industry, yep. probably for most industries where you would tip those individuals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's cool to be able to go in there you get to support a local, like usually it's a local business, local restaurant, mm-hmm. local barbershop, local coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Those are where I go. So I'm supporting a local business by going there and buying their service. But then you're also supporting that local business by giving a big tip to the employee because now it makes right. the job worth it for the employee to be there. And right. you get that employee extra money in his pocket, which they probably mm-hmm. need. And so mm-hmm. to me, it's cool. You like You get to support a person that's out there already working, already trying hard. Right. Already, Mm -hmm. you know, they're not just sitting at home collecting welfare. They're, they're at work. Sure. Right. Right. That's a, that's a way better start to me. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, sweet dude, keep it up. Like, I hope you get out of here. I hope this extra 20 or 30 bucks I gave you helps Mm -hmm. you move on in your life. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's just cool. You get to support the local business and the local person. I love it. It's like my favorite. And I think it, and I think it's one of the most practical ways to do that that is more intentional and more real than like round up to the nearest cent at your grocery store for the 
whatever flavor of yeah. the month. Because like to me, I never do that. I don't. I don't do it either. Ever since you were like, ever since you were like, it. what? Is, like, what are you supporting? Like, you don't yeah. know. Who knows? What, what if you're play? supporting like a crappily run industry that like shouldn't exist, but it only exists because people give it money? Yeah. And and so it's like ever since I heard that, I was like, yeah, that doesn't really make sense. Like, I don't know about these places well enough. And if mm-hmm. I do, like, there's a couple exceptions in Fairbanks where like you know, like the door is one place. Where I'm like, oh yeah, I know that. I know that one. Like, I actually do it. Yeah, I will round up for the door. But these other yep. ones, I don't really know what's going on there. But to just go somewhere and then tip, like that's such a more real way to actually yep. help out something directly. And then it's not fed through the machine of like, all right, well, he tipped a dollar. So 25 of that goes to the store. 25 of that goes to the profit who's organizing the tips, right? Yep. That's funneling this money. And then the rest goes there. It's like, it's never right. just a straight like, oh, you round it up. Okay, Safeway is going to take 100% of that and then give it right to the person who needs it. It's going to yeah. go through the channels and then somebody's yep. going to get a little bit of something. So just go tip yeah. your barber. Yeah, it's cool. And like, like going back to that, like I don't think I would be in a place to tip well if mm-hmm. I didn't sit down and take care of myself first. Right. Right. By mm-hmm. by sitting down and taking the time out of my day in the morning to journal, mm-hmm. to exercise, to get my mind right, to get my spirit right, um, and to educate mm-hmm. myself. So mm-hmm. so in taking care of myself, I can now I have now, so I learned how to take care of myself and I have now learned how to take care of, you know, other people in my business Mm -hmm. um, and then other businesses. And now that I'm making really good money, now it's going out into like community, right? All because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I decided to take care of myself first. Mm -hmm. So I think it's super important. I think I think a lot of people, a lot of business owners really struggle with that because mm. they're so busy trying to trying to make the next buck. Um, we're, they're working 80 hours trying to sure. trying to make sure the business is running. They think that the more they're there, the better off the business is going to be. Um, mm-hmm. And it and they don't take the time to get their mind right, to get mm-hmm. their spirit right, to get mm-hmm. their health right. So they're eating like crap. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not, you know, exercising and, and it ends up just hurting them in the long run. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I've, and I know, cause I've done both. I've been mm-hmm. the guy who didn't do the journal, didn't do the Bible reading, didn't do the exercising. Mm-hmm. And I tried just waking up and hammering out work, hammering out work, hammering out work. Right. Um, and I got a lot of like physical work done, but I was never able to, to build something to leverage other people's time, right? I was sure. never able to build anything that really like brought me long-term value. Right. Because I didn't have the skills to, and I didn't have sure. the internal reflection in order to go, hmm, I can use other people's time to make me money. I didn't have time to think about that, right? Because mm-hmm. I was too mm-hmm. busy trying to hammer out. Let me go put this <laughs> next water heater in, or let me yeah. go tune this next boiler, or yeah, you know, something like that. I got to mm-hmm. make this extra buck. Just work, work, mm-hmm. work, work, work. And I did mm-hmm. that for years, um, and got and I never got ahead for mm-hmm. years. And it wasn't until I started taking time to intentionally put into myself that I was actually able to like leverage other people's time, leverage right. a business to create more money, more freedom, more time. So I think mm-hmm. it all starts with with the individual. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that makes a ton of sense. I mean, we could talk about this for hours because that can easily transfer into like, I mean, so many things. Yeah. Like the, the biggest obstacle to your success in your business is you. <laughs> it's so funny, dude, because like you, see, like you see it in sales calls, right? I do. You're like, yeah. oh man, why is this guy thinking like this? <laughs> yeah. What is yeah. he doing, right? And yeah. you can see it. But that guy that you're talking to, he's mm-hmm. got no idea. Yeah. No clue. You know, and like, yeah. I always try to, and it's like, I've been in that position too. It's just like, I have no idea, mm-hmm. even though I know that I'm the one who's in front or who's the obstacle. Right. Like when you get that moment of clarity and that moment of humility, when you're like, oh crap, like I'm actually the yep. one who's the problem here. There's, there's a lot of freedom in that because what I always tell people on these calls, I'm like, that's the best problem to have because that's a problem that you can actually do something about because there's so <laughs> many things true. that you can't change. Like you can't change this. You can't change this. He's going to always do that. You can't change him. But yep. me, I have a shot at that. I can, yes. I can fix that. I can put the work in and, you know, go get a coach, do what I need to do so that I can wake up early and actually do the hard work of getting fit and learning and junk. Yep. But then it's, yeah. So you can actually do something about that. Yeah. It's the one thing you have control over yep. is yourself. So yeah. get it right. Yeah. Yeah. Put some time into it. Wake up early. Do it. Wake up. Do whatever wake you got to do. Journal, exercise, just do it. Yeah. And it's kind of funny when you have to wake up early, you end up having to go to bed early, which is cool because when you set your priorities as the first things you do, then the last thing you did the day before is setting you up for success for the most important things in your life. Yeah. Which is a really cool paradigm to have because then your whole day is sort of feeding towards this moment where you go, no, I need to go to bed now or else mm-hmm. I won't be able to accomplish the most important thing tomorrow. Yep. And then that's a beautiful thing because then your day is bookended by maximum importance. Mm-hmm. Your day starts with the most important and it ends with setting up for the next most important. And then everything else in the middle, you just get better at doing because you have these hard blocks of like, nope, I have to do this here and I have to do this here. So I need to get everything done here. I don't have yep. an option to go over. It just won't work. Yep, exactly. It all starts the night before. Yeah, dude. Cool, man. Sweet, man. That was awesome. Thanks. I appreciate your thoughts and your time. Good talk, boss. Yeah, man. I'll see you next time. Okay, see ya.